We continue with the Daily Sports Feed on ESPN Harrisonburg. I am Dave Rigger. It's a pleasure to have you along. The Rockingham Kennedy Baseball League, about at the midway point. Most teams are around the midway point of their schedules in this 28-game schedule this season. And last night we had our game of the week in Montezuma at Ruritan Field. The Braves did fall short. They came up short against the Broadway Bruins 2-1 in a very well-played game last night. Let's talk to Chris Rush, the manager of the Montezuma Braves. Hi, Coach. How are you, sir? I'm good, Dave. How are you this morning? I'm doing well. I appreciate you as always coming on. And uh, I know... Frustrating last night, a 2-1 loss. You played well enough to win and just came up a little bit short in that game. Yeah, we did. We did. Uh, you know, hats off to Broadway. Uh, they played a good game. Uh, I think both sides played well. We talked about that when the game was over last night with our players. It, it's, uh, it's not that we necessarily played bad. Um, we didn't take advantage of some opportunities that Broadway gave us. We left... I think five or six guys on base. Um, we're always a well-hitting team, and you know when you face some of the teams in the league that are, that are good-hitting teams, you can't give up opportunities to score runs. And uh, Unfortunately, we did that last night. I thought your pitching, let's start with that first of all, was really, really good. Obviously, Owen Stewart started, and again, that was his first start of the season. He got into some jams, but worked out of it. Had some big strikeouts, um, some big big outs that he was able to retire and got you through three. Then Elijah Dunlap, tough luck loss for him, man. He was outstanding. for At one point, he retired 11 consecutive batters, but he was great with the last six innings. You had to be very pleased with those two guys last night. Yeah, we were. Uh, as you said, that was Owen Stewart's first start. Um, he's actually only pitched in one other game this year, and, you know, Owen didn't play last year at all. So uh, I was pleased uh, with what Owen did to start the game. With you coming in, he was going to be probably three, four innings at most. Um, we knew Dunlap was going to come in after that, and uh, I thought both of those guys pitched well, but I thought Dunlap pitched extremely well. Uh, for those final six innings, uh, especially against Broadway. Uh, Liz, I said before, Broadway's, Broadway's a good hitting team. Um, they put up a fair amount of runs every game, and I think Dunlap did a really good job of keeping them off balance. And uh, when you play at home with a short porch like we do, you always worry about the long ball. And, uh, you know, he, I think he really kept them a check last night. Well, and no walks. I thought that was the biggest thing. He was very efficient. Yeah. Yeah, four strikeouts, no walks. Again, he scattered a four, four hits in the six innings. Um, unfortunately, a couple came back-to-back in the eighth inning, but at one point retired 11 consecutive. But, boy, his command and everything, was was that the best you'd seen it this season? Um, I think this season, yes. Yeah, Um you know, Dunlap is another one with him him not playing college ball. Uh, I think it takes him several games. Um, as a pitcher, you know, he's not out there playing every day. So I think it takes him three, four games uh, to really start kind of uh, finding his mechanics and getting getting comfortable with where he was at. And I think, uh, I think we saw that with him last night, you know, Dunlap's not an overpowering pitcher. Uh, he knows that. He realizes that. and um, He's become a smart pitcher um, when he's up there facing other teams. Talk about him a little bit because he really has had only a couple of outings, but he's been pretty consistent for you this year. Have you seen that over the years he's been with you now? This is his third year with you. Have you seen him become a little bit more consistent in his time? We have. Uh, his first year with us um, – he was still uh, pretty fresh out of high school. 
Um, Dunlap was a very good high school pitcher, um, and I think he was trying to, uh, his first year with us, he was trying to pitch college hitters like he was uh, pitching high school hitters. Um, and it, it certainly is a little bit of a difference, um, a little bit of maturity there. Um, you know, when you start talking about guys going off to college, you're, everybody there is fairly good. Um, so our first year, I think he struggled a bit with um, kind of finding out what kind of pitcher he truly was at that level. Um, last year, uh, he pitched very well for us. Uh, he pitched one of the best games I've ever seen last year, and uh, I think he was on track to do that last night. I think he had 67 pitches through six innings, I believe it was. Yeah, you're, it's, so, yeah exactly right. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I think every year Dunlap matures a little bit. I think he understands mentally the game a little bit better uh, every year that he comes back with us. And um, I'll be honest, I think he's going to continue to get better. We're talking with Chris Rust, the manager of the Montezuma Braves. They did fall last night to Broadway by a score of 2-1. They sit at 5-8 and eight on the season. We'll talk about the upcoming schedule. And I want to hit on the All-Star game a little bit as that will come up here, um, not this weekend, but next. And, you know, with your offense, um, you mentioned you had opportunities. You had some guys get hit last night and get on base. You had guys on base quite a bit, almost every inning last night. And just... It's kind of been the story, and we've talked about this before, the situational hitting, the clutch hit with two outs or with a runner at second base and less than two outs not getting him over. That's kind of been, that, that, that's been something you've struggled with throughout this season, hasn't it? It has. It, it really has. And we've, we've changed the lineup around. We've moved guys in different positions um, just to try to formulate some runs. And um, we, we, just, we haven't found... We haven't found that fire yet uh, within ourselves as a team. Um, we can get close to that finish line. We just haven't found a way to cross it yet. Is is Blake French okay? It was scary last night when he took one in the in the helmet. He went down right away and, and got up and stayed in the game, obviously. So I, I'm sure he probably is okay. But um, that was a scary moment last night for Blake. Yeah, it was. It was. And, you know, Blake's uh, – Blake – starting to have a pretty good year. Um, I think he's hitting 300-plus, I think, right yeah. now. Um, Blake's tough, though. Uh, I obviously was a little concerned when uh, I knew it hit him. Um, I wasn't exactly sure where. I thought maybe it caught his helmet. Um, but then, uh, you know, as soon as I got up there, I could see his lips start to swell. And, um yeah, it was pretty there for a little bit, but uh, I think he'll be fine. Um, it looks like he may have taken on an MMA fighter this morning, <laughs> but uh, but uh, no, nah, you know I, I think he'll be good. Um, I was uh, very proud of him, not just that uh, physical toughness, but just that mental toughness right. uh, to kind of get back in there, uh, get back in the game, and, and keep performing. So. You see guys from year one to year two make some jumps, and he's one of them. Again, he didn't get a ton of opportunities last year, just played in six games, hit 200. But this year, um, as you mentioned, he's hitting 333 through his seven games he's played. He's getting more opportunities. Have you have you seen that growth from year one to year two in this league, and maybe he's kind of figured some things out? I think so. Um, 
you know, I, he got a little more, uh, little more playing time this year at uh, Mary Baldwin. That certainly helps him uh, coming into the summer, just being fresh off of the year where, uh, you know, you saw a little bit more playing time than you did the year before. Um, I think that's another one. Just he's starting to mature some as a player, um, particularly with the bat. Um, one of the things that, that me and Blake talk about is uh, he at times has a tendency to uh, question himself too much when he's hitting. Um, so we, we've talked the past several games about uh, just clear your mind, go out there with an objective, um, don't second-guess your swing, don't second-guess your mechanics, because every time you do that, you're slowing yourself down the plate. And I think he's starting to figure that out. He's being pretty productive with it. Yeah, he is, no doubt. And one guy that's having a heck of a year for you is your catcher, Owen Marshall. And again, he's been around for a while, um, took some time off and didn't play in the league a little bit also, but... He's having hitting 385, a homer, eight driven in, plays really good behind the, the dish for you as well. Um, what have you seen out of Owen that, that's kind of had him have have a career year so far? You know, I, I, Owen's always had that potential. Um, I think every year Owen has gotten a little bit better. Um, and, and to be honest, I'm not sure um, outside of just maturing, uh, but – you know, this was the fourth year that Owen um, was in college. Uh, you know, he graduated this year. Um, he's got the experience of that four years of college ball. It's his fourth or fifth year in the county league. Um, I think he's trying to embrace that role a little bit of being one of the older players, uh, being one of the more experienced players, and I think kind of taking that to heart and trying to set an example. Yeah, he's doing a good job with it, too. I, you could see his leadership behind the plate a couple times, getting out and, and talking to guys, so he's been impressive. Um, an, another guy that he, he is obviously a veteran um, in this league is Kyle Armstrong. He's been around for a long time. I think this is his 11th season in the league. He just continues to keep playing for you. How beneficial is it for him to be on this squad with a lot of, lot of first- and second-year players on, on this team, some third-year guys, but some young players on this team? Is that very beneficial to have Kyle um, on, on this roster to help those guys? It is. Um, one, just this, the experience that he brings. Um, you know, Kyle has, has played probably every position on that field. I'm not so sure that a couple of years ago uh, he didn't catch for a game. Um you know, he could play the infield, he could pitch, uh, he could play anywhere in the outfield. Um, Kyle was a pretty disciplined hitter. Um, so I think bringing that experience with those young guys helps a lot. But I think probably the middle aspect of the game is where Kyle really helps the team out. Um, he, he has a way of kind of grabbing some of the guys off the side after they have a bad at bat or make an error and um, kind of getting inside of their head head and getting them out of that uh, beating up with themselves and, and saying, you know, we got we got seven games left to play or not seven games, but seven innings or, you know, you're going to have two more bats or you're going to have another chance. Uh, if you carry this with you, uh, you're already starting down the path of failure before you even get out there. So you got to flush this. You got to move on. And he's uh, he's good about that. Uh, the guys uh, respect him. They listen to him. 
Um, so, you know, Kyle's always been a plus for this team. Again, not just his, his physical and playing abilities, but uh, just kind of that uh, almost coach's perspective and, and player-coach perspective he brings. I was going to say, he's kind of a, a player-slash-assistant coach for you, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I've been meaning to ask you, Michael Robertson obviously got out to a tremendous start in, in the first eight games he played. He hasn't played since the 12th. Did he move on somewhere else, or he'll, will he be back with you guys at some point? He will be back. Um, he's dealing with uh, some injuries that actually started uh, during the spring. Um, don't think they're anything serious, but um, because you know we still got a half a season left, and, and Mike still got a year of college baseball left. Right. Uh, me and him actually spoke this week, and um, we want to make sure he's a hundred percent before he gets back on the field. We don't want to take any chances of interfering with that. Last year of college ball for him, um, and to be honest, he is—he's uh, important to us all the time. You can obviously look at his stats and tell that, but uh, he's going to be as important, if not more important, to playoffs than what he's going to be during this season. Yeah. So uh, we're going to make sure he's 100 percent, make sure he's good and healthy. Uh, but yeah, you'll, you'll see him back. That's good news. Good news for you. Good news for everybody in the league, no doubt about that. We're talking to Chris Rush from the Montezuma Braves as they are sitting at 5-8 and eight right now. Did suffer a loss last night to Broadway 2-1. to one. And you're almost at the midway point. You've played 13 now of your 28 games. Uh, I, I know wins and losses, you want to be better right now, but do you feel like you guys are, are on the right trajectory to, to where you want to get to? Yeah, I think we are. I mean, I think we – I truly think we have the team to compete um, – you know, we we competed against Bridgewater pretty well, and you know Bridgewater set in the top of the standings. We've competed against Broadway every time we played them. I think we're, we're lost two and won one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the loss last night was competitive. Uh, you know, U Market, uh, we split one and one with them so far. So I think we have the team. Um, I, I think the talent is there. Um, Mentally, uh, we've just uh, we got to find out and figure out how to dig a little bit deeper when it counts the most, and uh, have a little bit better of a fighting attitude. We're talking to Chris Rush from the Montezuma Braves again. They are uh, back in action this weekend. We'll talk about that in a second. I do want to bring up the All Star Game. It'll be uh, not this weekend, but next, as you guys will host that once again. There'll be a, a Legends Game and then the All Star Game as well, but. Um, I'm sure there have been a lot of lots of hard work put into that to try and get that ready. Uh, it should be a, a fantastic weekend. Yeah, um, you know, la- last year uh, for the Legend Veterans Game, uh, that's something that had not been done in a long time, um, and it's going to be tough to beat last year's. Uh, I think last year's went over really well. We had a great crowd. We had great participation from the veterans. Um, Looks like we've got a full roster coming in this year again, the veteran side. Uh, I think we're 28 players, I think, on one team and uh, 28, 29 on the other. Wow. Uh, we're actually, the request we got from last year was the guys wanted to play a, a full nine inning. Last year we did a seven inning game, and uh, most of the feedback we got was. Everybody enjoyed it. They wanted to do it again, but they wanted a full nine innings. So we're doing that this year. Um, 
Saturday, we roll over to the actual current All-Star game. Uh, we'll have the uh, home run derby again this year where we'll pair up one of the current players from each team with one of the veteran players from each team, um, and they'll compete um, together. And uh, that, that seemed to go over pretty well last year. We're going to add a, a few things uh, into that home run derby this year, uh, maybe to make it a little bit more exciting, generate a few more points for each team, and then uh, you know, we'll roll over into the All-Star game and uh, hopefully make a good weekend of it. Yeah, no doubt. We'll talk about that more again next week as it'll be next weekend, but uh, not this coming weekend. But that'll be at Ruritan Field in Montezuma. And, and Coach, this is a big weekend for you. You've got a busy schedule. you got Friday at home against the Blue Sox and a doubleheader on Saturday. You go to the Shockers over at Spotswood High School. You come back home Sunday and Monday before the, before you have uh, the 4th of July off, and then you play again Wednesday. So this is a pretty important stretch for you guys with uh, four of these six games at home. It is. It is. Um, you know, this weekend, this week was a very full week. Um, well, I say it was full. It should have been It was full, supposed to be, delay, right, yeah. <laughs> cut that out some. But, uh, you know, we're, we're getting into this latter part of the, the season and uh, a couple weeks there in the week two, week three, going into week four, we had five, six days off. Um we're going into the second half of the season, and you know we've got about four games almost every week. And you know, if we get any more rainouts, we're going to be looking at five, six games a week. So it's going to get busy. Um, this weekend will be our first doubleheader of the season. Um, I think it's our only one. But uh, you know, home Friday night uh, at the Shockers Saturday. Um, Saturday's games, I mean, uh, Newmarket, I uh, can't say Newmarket anymore, but the Shockers <laughs> right. are, you know, they're playing really well. They are. Um, yeah. We're going to have to, we're going to have to come uh, with that kind of mindset mentality we talked about earlier about, uh, you know, we, we can't wait for them to put up a run and us respond. Uh, we're going to have to jump out early. Um, we're going to work and try to put some of the best pitchers we have out there. Uh, because we've got those breaks coming up after that a little bit, uh, but yeah, we're uh, it's going to be a tough weekend. But uh, if we come out of play to what our capabilities are, we'll be fine. No question, no doubt about that. Coach, thank you so much for your time. As always, I appreciate it. We'll catch up again soon. All right, thanks, Dave.